Hello and welcome to the Rejoicing Together podcast, a ministry of Maysville Baptist Church, where we share stories of God's transforming power as seen in the lives of our church members. Well, hello and welcome to the Rejoicing Together podcast. My name is Nate Trawick and I am joined today by my mom, Amy Trawick. Mom, thanks for joining us. Good to be here. Uh, so this week is Mother's Day, a big day in the life of uh, many families. I know it's a time of uh, joy and of celebration and of happiness for so many people. It's also a time uh, where people get to look back and remember their mothers who have passed on to be with the Lord. Um, so it's kind of a, a weekend of mixed emotions, I know, but uh, I just thought it'd be a good opportunity uh, to bring my mom on. Uh, maybe uh, some of you don't know my mom. Maybe you've never met her, but um, I wanted her to come on and uh, talk about being a mom and what all that entails. So uh, I guess uh, just to get started, like we always do, maybe just share a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, like Nate said, I am Amy Trawick. I was born in uh, southern Alabama near Mobile. Yes, roll tide. Um, I am one of four girls in our family. I lived in southern Alabama with my mom, my dad, and my three sisters for 19 years. Um, I was raised on a 40-acre farm, and being one of three girls, uh, four girls, we learned a lot about hard work and dedication from my dad. I'm married to Jeff. We will be married 38 years in October. We have two children of our own, Elizabeth, who is 33, and Nathaniel, or better known to everyone here at Maysville as Nate, and one grandchild, uh, Fletcher. I do have a degree in nutrition. That was my initial degree in college. And then when Nathaniel was um, small, I decided that I wanted to go back to school and further my education and become a teacher. And so I have taught kindergarten and second grade. Currently, I am working with teachers across our district, um, all things reading, anything that has to do with reading, writing, language arts. I work with teachers in our area. One thing I wanted to start out by letting everyone know today is I am not a perfect parent. (laughs) There are things that we're going to talk about today that I wish I'd done better, Um, but with age comes wisdom. So there are a lot of things that I'm going to share today. I didn't do perfectly as a parent, but looking back, Um, I hope that I can offer some encouragement and uh, possibly some gentle motherly wisdom (laughs) to you young mothers. And um, it's also exciting at my age just having um, a new grandchild, just knowing that I can look back on the mistakes that I made and, you know, try to do better with my grandchildren and offer my children some guidance um, from my mistakes that I made. Well, I'm sure I gave you uh, lots of learning experiences, <laughs> so I'm sure there's a lot of wisdom there that I, uh, I'll probably get to hear as, as Fletcher grows up. But uh, So just maybe start, Mom, just um, kind of a general question. What, what is the purpose of motherhood? Um, you know, God made man and woman. What, what, what's woman's role in that, in being a mother? I think the first thing that we have to understand is that being a mother is a privilege. Um, motherhood is ordained by God. We know in Psalms, or we can find in Psalms 139, 13, it says, you know my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. 
So now that we can see that we've been entrusted with a precious life, life is not something that just happens. It is very intentional, and it's a gift from God. And so our purpose as mothers, I believe in my experience, is to protect, to guide, to equip, and to encourage. One thing I want mothers to hear, especially young mothers, it's not a time to be your child's friend. That comes later. Now I feel like with Nathaniel and Elizabeth being older, I can step into that role as their friend. But young mothers of young children, it's not it, it that's not the time to be their friend. But only because you spent the time before building that relationship. Absolutely. Pouring into us so that we could have mature adult conversations, responsible conversations, uh, where you're not at this point having to worry about me not going off and killing somebody. Absolutely. (laughs) One thing I think that as I was thinking about what I was going to share today, um, one thing that came to mind is we think about mothers and all the species of animals on the earth We as humans have the longest period of time to have an impact on our children's lives. Um, Baby birds, mothers kick them out of the nest, you know, when they're just a few weeks old. And, you know, it's like fly birdie, fly if you can. (laughs) Um, It's important for us to protect our children, but to allow them to make mistakes and to learn from them. So protecting is the first thing. One of our roles is to guide them through our words and our example. We as humans learn by watching others. And so children don't just need to hear us tell them what to do. They need to see us living it out. And definitely we need to equip them. We need to show them what God's word says. We need to teach them to write God's word on their heart. I will never forget, Nathaniel, when you were, I guess you were four or five, one of your favorite things to do, you and Lizzie both, was to listen to Wits End. Um, <laughs> Adventures and Odyssey. Adventures and Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> yep, Adventures and Odyssey. And I was having a particularly hard day. I was just, I don't know what happened. I, I don't remember that part, but I was just, I was angry. I was upset. And you walked into the kitchen and you looked at me and you said, Mom, just count it all joy. <laughs> And I remember I that just, episode. <laughs> I just had to stop and step back and just take the wisdoms from a child's lips. And, you know, now I can look back on that time in your life and just smile and know that you were beginning to hear and understand what God's Word says. It's really scary how much kids pick up. Uh, being a dad has taught me that. And I mean, even just... Uh, the other day we were, uh, sitting in our room and just hanging out with Fletcher and, uh, Emily, uh, was playing with them and I was sitting there and watching them and they were just having a good time. And, uh, Fletcher started making a weird, it was like, uh, 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 like that. His favorite thing to do. And, and Emily sat and she like bounced like up and down with them and went like, uh, 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 <laughs> and within like two or three times of her doing it, he was doing it just like she was doing oh, yeah. it. And oh, it was yeah. just like, whoa, <laughs> it's so bizarre how like. Yeah, I mean, you're 100% right. Like, kids watch what other people are doing. And what starts as a goofy little, you know, imitation of of an action turns into a lifestyle, turns into um, what 
how how they make decisions, how they mm-hmm. spend their money, how they talk to people, how mm-hmm. they respond when things are difficult. So, yeah. so I think that's a really good point. Well, and that country song, I love to hear it. I've been watching you, yeah. you know, about the, the child watching his dad and imitating exactly what he does. And that's yeah. what children do. Yeah. Um, very cool. So um, cut that, Brad. Um, so when we think about motherhood, um, we live in a day and age where, uh, people look to a lot of different places for meaning. Um, they look to a lot of different, um, sources for wisdom. Um, a lot of people in today's culture, um, have even tried to redefine, uh, the family and motherhood and, uh, a word that people are throwing around, especially around Mother's Day, I heard it last year a lot, was this birthing persons uh, thing that's happening now, which is bizarre. Um, but the Bible has a lot to say about motherhood. Uh, what, what are some of the biblical motivations for being a godly mother? I think above all else, our number one goal is to live in such a way that our lives and our words lead our children to an understanding and the ability to to know Christ um, and to live a godly life. And that is more than anything else. Just like we said earlier, it's, it's done through example. Practicing what we preach. We have to live it out loud. We have to be willing when we ask our children to do something or not to do something that we live by that same standard. Um, Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in a way that they should go. Even when they are old, they will not turn from it. So kids are going to have challenges in their life. They're going to face obstacles, especially when they become adults. But when we lay the foundation of Christian principles and we live those out and our children see them, it's going to give them something to hold on to during those tough times. Yeah, something that's something that Emily and I have talked about. Um, a lot, just like growing up, um, having an example at home of what a godly woman was, like has really been a benefit for our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, when Emily and I will talk about stuff or we're struggling to figure out like, okay, what's the balance here? You know, what are we going to do? Like having that example from when I was a kid and remembering, even though I was a kid, I can look back and go, oh, hey, like, that's how it's supposed to be like and then I can look back and go oh that's how I, that, that didn't work out as well <laughs> but you know uh, I, I think having that that example um, and, and and you know thinking about that um, that proverb um, you know when you guys raised me uh, I there was so many times where just in watching you live and I, I don't think that can be overstated um, the that influence of of just living your life before your kids. Um, mm-hmm. Just watching the way that you and dad handled things um, really, really did shape the way that I see things um, and has helped me to make more biblically informed decisions. And we weren't perfect. No. And so no, hopefully, yeah. you know, <laughs> there, there are times when we messed up and that mm-hmm. can be remembered too by our children is, you know, how not to handle situations but I mean I think about something just as simple as like looking for a spouse I mean as as a young man you know I don't look to you as like an example of what it means to be a father (laughs) because you're my mom but when Emily and I were dating like there was definitely times where I would look at Emily and say oh wow like 
she would be really good at this. Like mom was good at this mm. in my head. Mm. Um, and I wanted that for my kids um, and seeing um, what a godly woman is just lived out in front of me really helped to set a baseline in my head for, okay, this is, this is what it's supposed to look like. Warts and all uh, <laughs> lived perfectly. Well, not perfectly, but lived imperfectly and uh, attempted to live well. And then, um, you know, as a guy looking for a woman that lived like that, mm-hmm. um, even though, and she would be the first to admit that she's not there yet, um, who who can grow into that, um, I think was really important for me. And it is a process. You yeah. know, it's it's not something that's going to happen overnight. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, obviously, uh, you know, we kind of started the episode talking about um, the joys surrounding Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. I know... Um, as moms, there's a lot of joys. Um, that's been for me, one of the cool things to see with Fletcher is just seeing Mm -hmm. how Emily just eats it all up. And, um, you know, I obviously do too, but you know, she especially takes joy in that. What are some of the, the, the greatest joys that you've experienced in motherhood? Well, like you were just referring to Fletcher, you know, babies, it's all the first, you know, the first smile, the first time that they roll over, you know, the first time they pull up, there's going to be lots of first, um, I think definitely my greatest joy was, you know, seeing and knowing that you and Lizzie both have accepted Christ and um, seeing both of you follow your dreams in your own ways and in ways that are going to make the world a better place and that desire to um, to do that. Um, seeing you become a parent, I mean, that has been one of my greatest joys and seeing you experience that special kind of love that only comes from a child you you never know it until you experience it for yourself that's that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) um but with joys right um it's one thing that i've uh not experienced i don't think in its fullest yet but uh, just with Fletcher not feeling well recently mm-hmm. and having to take him to the hospital, like that drive down was like full of anxiety, full of like, what's wrong with him? Like, is everything going to be okay? Is he going to have to have surgery? Is he going to have blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Um, and so with that great love comes challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the greatest challenges that you you faced as a mother? Learning to let you make your own mistakes as any parent. That's That's the hardest thing is to see your child have to bump their own behind on the road so to speak and but that's how they learned that's you know if we're always there to pick them up and to um, cover up their mistakes they're not ever going to learn so that's definitely I think one of the hardest things learning to trust God in all things especially when y'all got your driver's license (laughs) and the first night that you hand over those keys and they walk out that door and I can remember very distinctly Lizzie was probably, I guess, well, she was a senior when we moved to Jackson County, and she was going to be driving from Jackson County back down to Mill Creek every day to finish up high school. She had a month left to go, and I can remember one night just laying in bed, just worrying myself sick because it was going to be dark when she left, and, you know, what if this, what if that, and I can remember very distinctly God just speaking to my heart and say, you got to let her go. You've got to trust me. Um, and at that moment, I knew, you know, no matter what, it was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. 
And again, knowing that balance of when to let go and when to step in, it, it's a fine line. And it, it's it's a hard thing to do as a parent. Um, standing firm in the job that God has given me, um, not allowing what everybody else thinks or what everybody else is doing influence me on what I know God wants me to do. And that's, I think, now more than ever in today's um, age with social media um, young mothers are impacted by what others are saying and you just need to remember you've got to trust God first Mm. Um, look to his word look to you know godly mothers find that mentor to help you when you have those tough times and you have those questions you're not sure of what to do I think that's really important Um, you know thinking about social media and the impact that it plays in 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 all of our lives um I think in a lot of ways, uh, though, it has uh, made us rely on things that we couldn't rely on before. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there have been several times where uh, Emily has said, hey, you know, have you heard about this or have you heard about that? And I'll be like, well, where in the world did you come up with that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> that just that sounds odd. And she's like, oh, well, I read it on uh, on a parenting page. I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was like. You've never met those people before. (laughs) Well, and they can make things sound so good. There's a new philosophy of parenting that I heard on The Fish last week, and I was reading more about it yesterday, preparing for today, and it's called gentle parenting. Um, And they make it sound good on the surface, but you really need to dig down and see exactly Mm. what is the psychology behind what they're asking you to do. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, when you look at Scripture, um, which I think, you know, again, we, we can't overstate the importance as parents that Scripture needs to be what informs us. Scripture Absolutely. needs to be what guides us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when you look at Scripture, um, I think, you know, one thing that is very clear in Scripture, uh, I, I believe it's over in Titus, is that, you know, and you talked about the mentor relationships, mm-hmm. but, I mean, that's, that's biblical. Mm-hmm. I mean, Titus talks about how older women are supposed to teach younger women how to take care of the home and uh, how to take care of all the responsibilities that they have. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that is a biblical thing. It's not just something that, uh, that I don't think you just came up with it and like, Hey, that's a good thought. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's what the Bible says. Um, and I think we look to so many different things to uh, kind of fill that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think a lot of people really suffer because of that. And I've heard a lot of young mothers say there's there's no rule book for becoming a mother. There's not a rule book, but there are role models. Hmm. And you just have to look for those godly role models hmm. to um, have as an example. That's a really good point. So um, I guess while we're talking about um, young mothers um, and, and mothers in general, um, I guess just maybe in closing, uh, what, what advice would you give uh, to those young mothers, those mothers who maybe maybe uh, found themselves discouraged, um, those mothers who are really going through a hard time right now, or those mothers who are just looking to uh, gain from a little bit of wisdom of somebody who's an empty nester, who's, uh, <laughs> from my opinion, a great mom. Um, but well, what advice would you give uh, to, to mothers? Well, first and foremost, if, if you have never come and experienced the saving grace of Christ, you've got to do that first. Hmm. Um, there have been so many times in my life, you know, as a parent, as a, a mother, a wife, that I have had to stop and think, I do not know what people do without Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, just having him to 
to cry out to in those times of stress and need, um, just having him to lean on and, and having his strength because it's not something that you can do on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you if you don't know Christ and you want to know him, you know, call this church, find a a Christian friend to talk to. But that you know that's definitely the first and you know most important thing that I would. Um, ask women to do be actively involved in your local church um pew warmers don't get it um kids watch us not only at home but they watch us um serving god they watch us worshiping god that's how they learn pray 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 <laughs> and pray some more um first thessalonians five sixteen through 18 we know the part that it says pray without ceasing but the first part says rejoice always <laughs> Pray constantly and give thanks and everything for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, there are going to be trials. There are going to be struggles. But God helps us to grow through those struggles. Mm-hmm. And we've got to um, allow him to help us and to make us stronger through those difficult times. One thing that your dad and I, a motto that we learned um, that we kind of took on when he was in um, his residency is God's got this. And he does. You know, everything that happens in our life is not by mistake. Um, you know, if we let him, God's got this. He will walk us through it. Mm-hmm. You've got to talk to your kids. You know, nothing can take the place of you, their mother. No TV, no video, no iPhone, no mm-hmm. iPad. Um, kids want you. They don't want your things. They want your time. They want your attention. So talk to them. Be intentional about being there with them. You're going to mess up. Just hear me say that. I messed up a lot of times. But give yourself, your spouse, your children some grace. Be willing to say, I'm sorry. What can I do to make it right? There is no such thing as a perfect parent. They just don't exist. We talked about using the Bible and the Holy Spirit as your guide. That's that is definitely one of the most important things that um, that I can, you know, tell young mothers. But three words I think kind of sum up what we've talked about today and help define um, the role of a mother, and that's love, forgiveness, and sacrifice. Hmm. You've got to love them unconditionally. If you have more than one child. I heard somebody tell me this one time, you love them equally. You like one a little bit more on some days than the other. <laughs> but you've got to love them unconditionally. You've got to forgive yourself and others. And being a parent is about putting others' needs in front of yours. Now, that's not to say not to take care of yourself. You've got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. But you know as having Fletcher as an infant, um, his needs come first. He can't take care of himself. He can't satisfy his needs right now. So love, forgiveness, and sacrifice, those I think are three things that kind of sum up um, the role of a mother. Awesome. Well, Mom, thank you uh, for your time. Thank you for um, just being a godly example for me uh, for so many years. Uh, And uh, thank you for uh, just your time and thought you put into this. I know that um, it's going to encourage a lot of people, so I really appreciate that. Um, for those of you listening, I uh, hope you enjoy. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, spend some time with your mom. If your mom's not here, uh, find somebody who uh, needs some encouragement and love on them. Uh, and uh, just continue rejoicing in all that God's done in your life. 
Uh, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back next week. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. The Rejoicing Together podcast is a ministry of Maysville Baptist Church. We hope and pray that this episode has encouraged and will challenge you to grow in your faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you would like more information about the church, our other ministries, or information about how to support those ministries, please visit maysvillebaptist.net. If you have a question about the podcast or would like to speak with a pastor, please contact the church. Again, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a blessed day. Thank you.